Hey, sports fans. If you enjoy watching football and want a chance to win some money, how about you join PoolHost.com, the website that you can pick every NFL game of the week, pick the winners of all the teams with a $10 pay-in every week, and have a chance to win the big prize. All you have to do is create an account at PoolHost.com, Log in, go to the Pools Tools menu, and choose Join a Private Pool. Then you choose Pro Football Pick'em. To join the pool, you need to enter the pool ID, which is 34927. The pool password is 1234567. Once you log in, you pick the private group Black, and then you begin to pick all the winners that you feel are going to win the game. Every week, there's a first place winner and a second place winner. So it's not too late to join up and see if you can win the grand prize at the end of the week. Once again, poolhost.com. Log into the Pool Tools menu and choose Private Pool. Choose the Pro Football Picker. Into the ID 34927. Password 234567. And join Black to have a chance to win the grand prize. Good luck. Hope you win some money. What's going on, sports fans? Once again, this is Raw Rose, presented by Air Grace and Houston. And you know I'm coming to you live from Ace Town, Texas. We wrapped up week one of the NFL season 2019. So we're here to give the recap of all the games and, you know, the opinions and analysis that we thought. And when we do in my NFL, you know I got to get my boy Marley Betts on the line straight out of Las Vegas, Nevada. What's going on, Marley? What's going down, LJ? Man, how did you do this past weekend? Whew, man, we had an up and down week this past weekend, man. You know, yeah. first week on the books, we got a lot of... Um, a lot of guesswork, a lot of going off last year. So, you know, a lot of professionals wait for like two or three weeks. But I like to jump in there early because, you know, everybody guessing right now. Vegas guessing on the lines too. So it's good yeah. to get them early. Yeah, I feel that. You know, I, uh, what I go, I went 11 and 4 this week. It's not bad. Yeah, I, I start off pretty good. You know, Tampa Bay, you know, I should have trusted that Daniels Whistles wasn't going to come through. So that was a loss for me. Took the Colts, which lost in overtime against the Chargers, so I'm not mad at that. And, of course, the Jets losing at the last minute to Buffalo. And, of course, last night, Oakland and Denver. I took Denver. I didn't see the game because, you know, I was kind of exhausted after the Houston and Saints Monday night game, you know, the first. So, didn't really see all that, but I took that loss, too. So, I ended up with four losses. But, um... Let's go through the recap right quick. You want to go through the recap? You know, give our little opinions about what we saw? Yeah, let's go ahead. Why not? Sure, let's go through it. All right, let's do it, man. First game, you know, we had uh, Carolina and the Rams. You know, I took Carolina to win, you know, by three. And uh, I mean, no, I took the Rams. I'm sorry. Let me express that. I took the Rams to win, you know. You know, um, as far as the Rams, man, you know, winning on the road, opening season, that was good, you know, considering Carolina, you know, it was a tough out. You know, looks like the Rams aren't going to have a little Super Bowl hangover, but I'm really concerned about Jared Goff. You know, 
he, he looked kind of shaky. And um, as far as throwing only 4.8 yards per attempt, that's something to look at, you know, towards the season progresses. But, you know, I got faith in Sean McVay. He'll get that offense together. So, you know, I picked them out of respect that they did go to the Super Bowl last year. So they ended up pulling it out. So what did you think about that game, the Rams beating Carolina? I, I, I think I took um, I took the Rams to win. Um, I don't like how golf started out the season. Like you said, he kind of started out the season how he finished last year. He wasn't looking as good as they looked, let's say, the first nine games of the season last year. Toward the end, the offense kind of stalled a little bit. I don't know if that's the defense is finally catching up to McBay or, you know, Gurley was hurt late in the year. They had some injuries. Cooper Cup was still hurt. If uh, oh, I thought I lost you, my bad. I don't know if uh, if Cooper is finally healthy and is the offense going to pick back up, or do we trust McVay to figure this out? Keep in mind, he is what a second year head coach, third year head coach, third year, I believe. Yeah, so, third year. So initially, he was catching people off, off by surprise. Mm-hmm. Now that they've got two, three years to look at his offense see what they like to do well, what they don't do so well. Maybe he's just being figured out. I'm, I'm not sure. Possibly, but you know, they still end up scoring 30 points. So that is consistent from what they scored hey, last year. Great win to go from, I mean, we talk about this, I think the day of, it's hard for West Coast teams to travel to the East Coast, even though it was an afternoon game versus an early game, still take my hat off. Great win. Um, Carolina's no pushover. So, yeah, I mean, kudos to the Rams. I picked them to win the game. I felt they should have won the game. Um, they did let Carolina back in it. Mm-hmm. If Cam doesn't throw those interceptions, they might be looking at a different story. Yeah, possibly. You're right about that. And um, considering the Rams went 9-17 on third down, they controlled the time of possession, you know, 33 minutes. So, at least they, they kept the drives going, and, and that's what I see with the numbers. You know, but a couple of mistakes here and there could have cost them, but they overcame it. So kudos to the Rams for getting that first win. Now, next Sunday, they will be hosting New Orleans, which came up with a big win last night against the Texans, of course. Game-winning field goal took a 58-yarder to knock out the Houston Texans last night on Monday night. Um, Watch that game a little bit quick. You know, it's Bill O'Brien, of course. Same old thing. Prediction. So, can't protect Deshaun Watson. They ran the ball pretty good, but all in all, defense, secondary, still an issue. So, they let Drew Brees pretty much pick them apart. So, far as next week, the Rams in New Orleans, what is that looking like so far? All right. Like you said, we got the New Orleans Saints. They on the road to visit the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are a minus two and a half favorite with the total being a 53 points. I want to say this, mm-hmm. you know, home field is automatically worth three points. Three points. Yeah. So with the Rams only being minus two and a half, doesn't that say Vegas thinks the Saints are half point better? Hey, I mean, that's what it says to me. Isn't that what Vegas is telling us? That is, so far, because considering how they lost last year to the Rams, I'm thinking New Orleans might gonna want some get back, you know, but I, like I said, they're at home, so that's the 
only discrepancy I have with this game. But I do have the potential of New Orleans succeeding. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going both sides. I haven't decided yet. I just, I've decided. You decided. I've decided. What do you decide? I've decided. So we watched the Saints last night. Mm-hmm. We watched the Texans give the Saints every bit as much as they can handle. Personally, I think we should have won that game. When I say we, I'm talking about the Texans. Mm-hmm. I think we should have won that game. You know, if 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 was the fifth, we'd all be drunk. We're not. However. I don't see the Rams making the same mistakes the Texans did. I like Sean McVay as a better coach, especially in tight situations. I feel like O'Brien kind of panics a little bit, but we'll talk about him later, mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm just going to focus on the Rams. The Saints defense scared me last night mm-hmm. watching that game. Mm-hmm. I know the Texans Being a Texan fan I know our offense is good I didn't think we were that good on offense However last night And I think the Rams Will protect golf a little more Than we could protect Deshaun And I think Sean McVay is a little more creative Well a lot more creative On offense than Bill O'Brien And the Saints will not be at home So I'm going to take the Rams I think this is a Rams type game. I think it'll be a high scoring type game. Kind of like last night. I, I like a lot of it what I saw last night. A lot of back and forth. I don't know if the Rams quite jump out as to an early lead as the Texans did. But I do think once they get the lead late in the fourth quarter, and you text me this stat last night with Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Watson, I'm sorry. Five times he's led a fourth quarter comeback, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, five times. What, what was the what was the stat? Five times. They blew he, it. He scored a touchdown on a game-winning drive and still lost the game. Five times. So out of twenty-five same stat, I saw. Uh, are you familiar with uh, Chris Carter's show? Yeah. Uh, first things first. First things first. Nick Wright. I think that's his name. One of the yes. Yeah. yeah. He brought up a stat that was similar to what to yours. He brought up that same stat actually, and then he compared it to Tom Brady and he compared it to Peyton Manning. Do you know? So the five times that Jackson has led that comeback, and you say how many times we gave him? I keep saying Jackson. I don't know Watson. Watson. How many times we gave it up again? Repeat the stat for me one more time. Five times out of twenty-five career starts for Deshaun Watson. Five times he has scored a winning touchdown and then the defense did not hold and ended up losing the game. Out of 25 games. 25 games. So for Tom Brady, that number was more like 300 plus. Start? (laughs) No, games that he's led (laughs) that he's led a fourth quarter drive and the defense held though, not giving it up. Like three, and the same for Peyton Manning and the other quarterbacks. For Deshaun Watson, we're talking 25 games. Wow. Come on, man. And they've given it up five times. Yeah. I don't see St. Louis doing that. I don't think the Saints can hold their hat on how they played last night. I know they won, but they have to be in that locker room thinking like, we got away with one. Yeah. 
And I don't see them being so lucky as to going on the road and uh and beating uh McVeigh and golf like that. So I'm gonna take the Rams. However, I would be scared to probably give up that two and a half, even though anything under three I don't mind. Normally I don't mind giving up. But I would hate to win by one and they don't cover. So I would take the money line. I definitely would have a look at that over too on just the gambling aspect. 53, those teams are probably sore over 53 easy. Okay, well, you've convinced me because I'm gonna take the Rams as well. Because all those things that you said, I can agree with. I don't see New Orleans coming on the, going out to LA like you say. Houston should have won the game. I don't see the Rams defense giving up, you know, any points. Like if they have a lead, I'm pretty sure they can hold it. So I agree with you. I'm going to take the Rams as well. I'm just going to take the money line. I'm, I'm not going to mess with the points. Because right. it be a last second field goal like it was last night. So who knows? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. We're going to move on to the next game. Since Deshaun Jackson is on your mind, we're going to talk about this. Washington taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Philadelphia was down 17 to zero. I was watching for a live time, and I was very concerned about what Philly was doing on offense. Um, But, like I always say, Marley, going to halftime, we're going to see who makes the proper adjustment. Adjustments. It yep. was definitely uh, Peterson for Philadelphia because they came back and scored. What's the stat? They um, twenty-five to seven in the second half. They outscored Washington. You know, uh, they went eleven to seventeen on third down. So basically, they controlled the ball. Time of possession was thirty-four minutes. On the other hand, Washington they only had twenty-eight yards rushing. So it's going to have to be relied on Case Keenum to win games for them and I don't see him doing that consistently so with all that said I took Philly and they won of course like I said it was iffy at first so what do you feel about that Philly coming back on Washington alright so my initial thoughts were I can't believe this shit is happening as I'm watching this game mm-hmm. maybe Philly is not who we thought they were then the second half came, and I hear you in the back of my mind. Got to make adjustments. Everything changes in the second half when the adjustments come. That's LJ preaching right there. Yep. So at the end of the day, you can say they took care of business. Mm-hmm. We can say maybe Washington was not who we thought they were. They are a little better. I mean, their defense was actually pretty good last season. So, yeah, you know, I don't think Washington is no pushover by any means. They just need a quarterback. However, what I saw with D-Jack yesterday, wow. I didn't know he still had that much left in the tank. I mean, Pacific, to be specific, eight receptions, 154, two touchdowns. I'm going to let you say that one more time. Eight receptions, 154 yards with two touchdowns. Man. He looked like Deshaun Jack when Andy Reid was there. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, I knew he could still run past people, but I didn't see eight for a buck fifty. Come on, man. I mean, and we talking about he's supposed to be what the third option as far as receiving goes. Um, either I, I, I didn't know that he was the first. I figure Ertz and Alshon had to be one and yeah. two. 
Definitely. Either way, I mean, DJ looked like the number one Sunday. Look, he's Taylor May for that offense. Come on, man. Come on, man. I don't even want to read you the line for the game because then you're going to look at me crazy. What is the line for the game? The Eagles are on the road to take on the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. The Falcons are a plus one, plus one favorite at home. I'm taking that. So I'm all over the Eagles. Yeah, I'm, I'm all that. over the plus one. I mean, I'm sure that plus one will turn into a four or a five come Wednesday. I don't even, I mean, I mean, come probably went tomorrow by Thursday. That one is not going to hold up, I'm sure. Either Vegas knows something that we do not know with the Falcons or the Eagles. They, they have to have some inside information. For them to set that line at plus one, after Atlanta looked the way they looked in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Eagles, they didn't look bad Sunday. They looked like they didn't come out to play the first half. And then the second half, they looked like the team we thought they were. Yeah. So I have no idea what Vegas is doing. Um, I'm going to take the bait if they're giving out bait because I don't, I think that's bait. It looks like bait to me. Like they have to know something. But I'm going to take it. I'm going to be a greedy fish and I'm taking the Eagles. I'm giving up the minus one. I don't even care about the minus one. I don't either. I'm taking the win too. Points and the win. Who cares? Follow the points. Definitely. And um, speaking of that, Atlanta, they went two of eight on third down against Minnesota. Only seven, three yards, 73 yards rushing. I'm really high on Minnesota this year, to be honest with you. I think that Kubiak is going to make a difference on that offensive side of the ball with Dalvin Cook being healthy, running the ball. Takes pressure off of Kirk Cousins. Because, yes. you know, he, he needs that consistent balance in the run game. You know, Dalvin Cook was 21 attempts, 111 yards with two touchdowns. Kirk Cousins only threw the ball maybe, well, I, no, I think he threw the ball like maybe 18, 19 times. I think it was under 20 attempts that he threw the ball. So the defense came to play. You know, they shut down Atlanta. I have no faith in Atlanta ever since they lost that Super Bowl to the Patriots. I would never root for Atlanta because that was a devastating loss to me. So anytime they play anybody, I'm going to go again. So I'm definitely taking Philly to win this game. So that's enough said on that one. So we definitely yeah. agree on that. Both of us are taking mm-hmm. Philly on that. Let me, quick, quick, quick note on Atlanta. Let me ask you this. Do you think that has something to do with um, Shanahan not being there anymore? Oh, uh, it possibly could be. I mean, he left after the Super Bowl year, and, and they just haven't looked the same. Yeah, I, 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 I can agree with that. You know? And maybe he knew he already had that job at the 49ers, so maybe he was already out, you know? You know, because I don't understand. Well, well let's not get into that. that that's what we're I don't feel like getting into that's going to be too long. Yeah. I don't want to relive that. Let's just move on. Yeah. You know, we both got a feeling on that. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go, to this, let's go to this New York Jets and Buffalo game. You know, uh, Buffalo ends up coming back and winning this game. And Giants, you mean? The Jets. The Jets. Jets. No, Jets play Buffalo. Oh, we're touching on that game, not next week. Yeah. This past, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we gonna go into that game, but I'm just talking right, about right. the recap of the Jets and Buffalo. Um, the Jets were leading this game, but Buffalo's defense they they really only gave up eight points because the Jets scored on a pick six and a safety, and then right. Le'Veon Bell caught a touchdown pass. So that was pretty much all of their offense. 
Yeah, CJ Mosley got hurt and went out the game. So that gave Buffalo a little bit of momentum to come back in that game, coming down 16 to three to pull off that victory. You know, I, I, I really I really was surprised with that because I don't believe Josh Allen is that type of quarterback to be consistently to give them points on this side of the ball. But at the same time, Buffalo is playing the Giants this week, like you said, which the Giants got steamrolled against Dallas. So my opinion about that is that I'm going to definitely take Buffalo to win that game. I see it's on the road, but I just don't think the Giants can put up enough points against Buffalo's defense. I think Josh Allen can make enough plays to win that game and probably set up their field goal kicker for a win because he's an excellent field goal kicker. Because he had three, I think, against the Jets. So he's pretty consistent. So with all that said, what do you feel about Buffalo going to the Giants this weekend? Yeah, I, uh, I echo all of those same sentiments. Um, the Bills cost me this past weekend. I had the Jets in the game. I had to just um, yeah they really they really cost me in that game um, <laughs> speaking of the Jets man they gotta get some weapons on the outside they're just stacking the box with Le'Veon they they gotta they gotta get some weapons out there and I don't know cause Sam Darnold missed some throws late in that game that uh, that should've won the game so I don't know if I can blame it on the weapons on the outside or I blame it on Sam Darnold or I don't know, but yeah, the Jets cost me. But I do like the Bills, man. What I like about the Bills is they're a scrappy team. They're mm-hmm. going to play hard defense. And Josh Allen's not perfect, but he guts it out, man. He plays hard. He kind of embodies what that what that team is about, man. He plays hard. He's tough. Um, he just needs some more weapons over there. Um, I like what they're doing. I like the direction they're going. Um, and then we got the Giants on the other side of the ball. Like I said last week, man, I really don't know what the Giants are doing. I like the way Evan Ingram looked. I spoke on it last week. He's supposed to be a dynamic tight end. We haven't seen nothing from him, but I talked about him last week. I said he's supposed to be a dynamic tight end. Um, We just haven't seen it yet. And man, did we see it Sunday. Um, But at the end of the day, the Giants are still going with Eli. And that is the biggest question mark along with that defense. And I'm just not a believer in in neither one of them, the defense or Eli. It is time to move on. Like, where are y'all going? Like, I don't understand the plan over there. And I like what Buffalo is doing. So I, I agree with everything that you said with Buffalo. Uh, I'm all on the Bills. The numbers are the Buffalo Bills are at the Giants. The Giants are a plus two favorite at home. The total is 43 and a half. And I'm all over the fields. Uh, I'll even give up two points. Probably not. I'll take the money line because um, the Bills don't score a lot of points. It'll probably be a close, yeah. low-scoring game. Mm-hmm. Maybe a field goal will do it at the end. Um, or maybe the Bills will just hold on at the end. But I definitely think the Bills will win this game. Hey, the Bills are starting the season off 2-0. and What do you know? Hey. I, I guess so, because considering they had four turnovers against the Jets and they overcame a 16-0 deficit and he put up 370 yards. So I, I do see the Bills, you know, going on the road. Shocking. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a shocker because the Giants, like I say, they don't have enough talent on the offensive side of the ball. They went 2 of 11 on third down against the Cowboys. 
So I don't see any offense. Saquon, like I said, he's a G, but I don't think he can be enough for them to overcome, you know, the discrepancies and deficiencies that they have on the offense. Uh, so I'm definitely taking Buffalo on the road to win the game. And definitely we can move on to who are we talking about right now? We got Baltimore. Oh my God, Marley. Baltimore. Went into Miami and just completely destroyed the team. Didn't see this coming. Lamar Jackson, five, five touchdown passes and only had 20 attempts. Five. Five touchdown passes. I mean, did he play for the corner? Uh, no. Robert Griffin III came in and scored a touchdown as well. So that was six touchdowns total in the game by the quarterback. Lamar Jackson had five. Robert Griffin had one. Not to mention Mark Ingram, 14 attempts, 107 yards with two touchdowns. So they were completely just driving the Dolphins into the ground, which I did predict. Of course, that was one of my locks of the week. And I wasn't surprised at this. I, I was pretty, you know, shocked about the final score, 59 points. I mean, that's a college football score, to be honest with you. That's never been an NFL score. 643 total yards, 40 minutes, holding the ball, time of possession. I mean, come on, Baltimore. Are, are, are they the real deal in this AFC, Marley? Are, are they the real deal, or is just the fact that they just play playing? What do you think I think, they should, I think they're going to win the division. Okay. Okay. I personally do. Everybody was high on um, Cleveland, and then, you know, Pittsburgh. Nobody was talking about Baltimore, but... If, if you look at how they ended the season last year, other than that Chargers game, nobody could figure out that offense. And Lamar Jackson was 7-1 as a starter. And Pittsburgh lost. I keep, we talked about this earlier. Well, we'll I'll wait till we get to Pittsburgh to get into yeah, we'll get Pittsburgh. <laughs> Baltimore is the real deal, man. They're physical, which is what I love. And they're not scared of New England. If anybody feels like they can go in New England if they have to and beat New England, it's hardball in the Ravens. They're not that that defense, they're tough. They play D, they run the ball. That's a recipe for a long playoff run. I don't think they'll get into a Super Bowl, but I definitely give them a puncher's chance against anybody in the AFC just based off the fact that they're going to keep your sideline on the offense. I mean, they're going to keep your offense on the sideline. Yeah. So the possessions that you get, you have to make them count. Yeah. And that is a tough defense to score on. Every possession is crucial when you play them. And then not only is their defense physical, their offense is physical. Like, you got to bring your chin straps tightened up, tighten up your shoulder pads. You know, be ready to spend a, a couple extra hours in the ice pool the next day. Is this gonna be some hitting going on in Baltimore, or when they, or when Baltimore comes? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I I absolutely love what they're doing over there. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, defense only give up 17 points a game last year, so I don't see that changing at all. And if the offense can put up a consistent amount of points. I, I see. I don't see nobody really beating this team, you know, if they don't have a all-pro quarterback on the other side. So, and they're going to have an easy week this week because they have the Arizona Cardinals at home. And the money line that we talked about earlier is a minus 13 and a half. 
I'm all yeah. on that, Marley. I am on that. Book me in that. Because they don't even have Arizona scoring a single point in Vegas. And they have them at zero. 36 to zero is what the prediction of the score is going to be. So I'm definitely jumping on that. Book me on that. I'm taking Baltimore minus 13. Yeah, I mean, like you said, we uh, talked about this. We talked about this earlier when I told you the line. I'm just, I'm gonna just go over it one more time for everybody to hear. So the Baltimore Ravens are at home against the Arizona Cardinals, and the line is minus 13 with a 46 and a half total. We both know Baltimore is gonna win. No, no. You know, there's nothing to debate about there. Mm-hmm. Minus 13. I mean, I don't see their defense stopping the Ravens' offense. I don't see Kyler Murray, you know, running up and down the field crazy on his defense. But 13 points is just so much. Marley, come on. It's so much. No. And with that said... <laughs> I'm going to take the 13, you know what I mean? <laughs> I thought about it after we talked earlier. And like I said, I don't see the Cardinals offense putting up much much against this Baltimore defense. I mean, like you said, they give up, what, 17 points a game? Yeah. Let's just say they get that 17. Let's just say they get that 17. Yeah. The Ravens are going to score. They're going to go crazy up and down all over this Cardinals defense. I mean, Detroit took their foot off the gas. They probably figured they had the game. I don't see, if they get that 17, let's just say they get it. I still don't see no way in hell the Cardinals defense can even slow down this offense. I mean... Detroit took their foot off the gas. Defensively, they relaxed. They started playing prevent, just making sure they didn't get beat over the top. And Baltimore is not going to do that, especially not at home. No. Thirteen points, although it's 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 a lot of points. They're going to cover this easy. This is going to be a forty-something to ten type ball game. You know, thirty-eight. 13 is going to be another blowout. Um, I, I'm going to take Ravens minus 13. Thank you. Glad I convinced you on that. Because that's an easy lock. Kyler Murray is going to have a long day. I'll tell you right now. So, yeah, it's going to be rough. That's, a rough, that's a, rough, it's a rough place for him to go. I feel bad for him. Yeah, lock it in. All right. Next game, bro. We had the Kansas City Chiefs. They were taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kansas City, man, I mean, what more can we say? This offense is pretty much unstoppable. Even though Tyreek Hill went out, these guys still put up 40 points. I mean, I don't see Patrick Mahomes digressing anytime soon. 491 total yards. I mean, this guy here is definitely an MVP candidate. So, definitely, I did pick Kansas City to beat Jacksonville. We thought the Jacksonville defense would show up a little bit, but... Uh, Nick Foles went out with a shoulder collarbone injury early in the game so they're down to their backup quarterback now so um, I'm definitely going to take Kansas City next week because they will be at Oakland that's a rivalry game AFC West rivalry 
I think mm -hmm. the computer in Vegas is going with Oakland, if I'm not mistaken, but I don't know what the public is going with. I'm going to go with Kansas City for sure because I don't see them losing to Oakland. I'm not. Go I'm going to keep going with Kansas City until somebody beats them. So I'm definitely going to lock that in. Kansas City will win this week against Oakland. So what are your thoughts on that? All right. So you got the KC going up to Oakland, like you said, um, rivalry division game. The Raiders are plus eight, and the total is a whopping 52 and a half points. So, yeah, I mean, they went to Jacksonville. I mean, I don't think anybody thought they weren't going to take care of business. Um, I mean, like you said, even with Tyreek Hill going down, I mean, I don't even think Kelsey scored. Did Kelsey score yesterday? No, he, he, he missed him on a, on a no-look pass. He, he, he was trying to do a no-look and, and overthrow him. A no-look pass. I mean, just, just come on, man. Let me, I'm going to say that one more time. The man threw a no-look pass in the NFL. Yeah. Not NBA. In the NFL. <laughs> I, know he, I know he did it last year. I know he did it last year, but I'm just... I just got to reinstate, like... The man is throwing no-look passes in NFL professional games. <laughs> Come on, man. He's a wizard, man. Against, against a defense that everybody thinks is a top 10 defense, I was going to say top five, but we'll, we'll, we'll say top 10. I mean, they were, top, they were top five last year. They gave up 19 points a game. They gave up 40 on Sunday. Come on, man. Come on, man. I mean, I don't even think I need to say anymore. So I'm definitely all over the Chiefs. Um, I like the way the Raiders look Sunday, but they have no chance in this game. Um, I do think it will be closer than a lot of people probably think. I don't. I think they'll do a lot better than Jacksonville did, and maybe that's because Foles went out that they couldn't produce a little bit more points. Uh, I think the Raiders will score a little bit more. Um, I think it'll soar over the total at 52 and a half. Um, the Chiefs will definitely be about 30s, low 40s. Um, Raiders are probably cracked. I think they'll be in the low 20s, so maybe I'm thinking 38, 38-21, uh, maybe 24. Um, but I don't see the Raiders getting much more than that. Um, I think the eight is good. Uh, you can lay the eight. Um, I would lay the eight, and I'm definitely taking the Chiefs. Hey, I'm with you. No issues with that. Definitely go. We gonna move on to Tennessee, going out to Cleveland, and mm. putting forty three points up on Cleveland. Outscored Cleveland thirty one to seven in the second half. I mean. They just pretty much dominated the Browns on the road. You know, defense was outstanding. They had a pick six. Um, I mean, they were all over Baker Mayfield. I think they had a safety at, at some point in the game. And um, all the hype was just all hype to me. I mean, everybody thought Cleveland was, you know, star-studded team, was going to make a nice run. But one for 10 on third down, 0 for 2 on fourth down, three turnovers. As, as the wise man said, that's not great. Um, Baker Mayfield, I think he got humbled. You know, Odell Beckham, I think he's still hobbling with an injury. So all that said, Tennessee really put a whipping on them. I took Tennessee and the point, so thank you for that. 
Um, so what did you feel about that game? Tennessee going out and just dominating Cleveland. Man. Man, I definitely did not see that coming. I knew they would cover. I was all over the four and a half, or was it five and a half? Four and a half. Um, I was all over that. I thought I thought the Browns would win a close game. Um, not necessarily just because they were all hyped last year. I mean, this year coming into the season, but because they actually looked good last year finishing the season. I mean, they were supposed to be a team on the rise. This is before the Odell Beckham trade and all that. So I wasn't on the hype train as far as I knew that game would be a tough game. And Tennessee, you know, we know the Titans. We play them twice a year as Houston. Tennessee is a tough team. They might not be the most talented team, but they're going to fight. And they got a good head coach in Rayroll. Like, they're, right, they kind of like remind me of the Bills, but I think they're a little more talented. They're a pesky team. If you take them lightly, they'll beat your ass. They're physical. They're going to run the ball, and they want to play defense. They're just suspect at quarterback, and they're a little suspect on the outside. But they're well-coached. They're disciplined. And speaking of discipline, the Browns had, what, like 18 penalties? 18 penalties. Let me get the correct number that you mentioned that. That was 18 penalties. For 182 yards. Right. And I think like 10 of those were personal fouls. Uh, So that's just, that tells me we're undisciplined and we got a first year head coach who's never been a coordinator before that. And I really think Greg Williams not being in control of that defense really hurt. I don't care how much talent you had. They, they, they didn't play with the same grit. Like, they took on the the offense's role. They took on the finesse. They took on the prettiness. They didn't They didn't seem like they had that same bite. Like, they was more apart this year. And I think them losing Greg Williams, I think that really hurt. And um, with that said, uh, the Colts are on the road to visit the Tennessee Titans. Um, the Titans are minus three, and the total is at 44. And I like the Titans to win this game. Um, I think it'll be close. I think three points, uh, the Colts will probably cover the three points. Uh, it's probably going to come down to a field goal. I think the Titans are just too physical for the Colts. And I think in the fourth quarter is going to show. I don't think the Colts will be able to establish much of a running game. So they're going to have to lean on Brissett in the passing game. And I just think defensively, the Titans are going to run Henry and they're going to, he's big, he's physical. And like, man, I played linebacker. I didn't play it on the highest levels. I made it to a little small college. And one thing I hated more than anything is teams that like to just backs that like to run over you. I love backs that like to juke and want to try to run around you and scat backs. I hated physical backs because that means I knew I had to hit for four quarters and he gonna keep coming. I'd rather hit a back that want to shake me because I know if I hit him one time, he might not even, he might fold in the next, next couple quarters. Backs like Henry, it's a long day. Gonna have to get in that ice tub for a couple hours extra. So with that said, um, I like the Titans at home. Well, 
I've got to run with this too. I, I like the Titans at home too. I think, like you said, I think they're more physical than the Colts. I think the Colts made a lot of mistakes this past Sunday, and I think Tennessee is going to be disciplined. Mike Grable, I love him as the coach. Um, the defense only gave up like 17 points a game, you know, so I don't see that changing, you know, in a week. So I'm definitely going to ride with the Tennessee Titans on that too, my friend. Book that. Next game, sir. We were just talking about the Colts. They took on the Chargers. And uh, the Chargers end up pulling the game out in overtime. I watched this whole game. Um, like I said, the Colts, the running game was very impressive. You know, Marlon Mack, you know, he had a nice game. He had 25 attempts, 174 yards. But Phillip Rivers, once again, came through. Three touchdowns, 333 yards. Keenan Allen is very underrated as a receiver, man. Eight receptions, 123. Austin Eckler, um, 154 total yards, three touchdowns. Um, Melvin Gordon, I, I think you're going to have to um, either come back or try to find another team because I don't think you have any leverage trying to hold out the fact that Austin Eckler can just come in here and get 154 total yards and three touchdowns. So they might be a bad play for Melvin Gordon. He might need to fire his agent, get some more representation, get him a deal because... I don't see him coming back unless he's going to take a pay cut because they're not going to pay him what he wants. So I think he's going to have to let that go. But at the same time, um, I, I, I like the Chargers. I like how they play, even though Phillip Rivers is known to turn the ball over at times. But he usually makes up for it. So with all that being said, they're going to play Detroit this weekend. Uh, Detroit let a 18-point lead go against Arizona, which I still can't believe they did that. Um, I don't have any faith in Detroit, even though they're at home. I think the Chargers are the better team. So with all that being said, I'm going to take the Chargers to go on the road and beat the Detroit Lions. I don't know what the number is. I'm pretty sure you give me that right now, but I'm definitely going to take the Chargers. Sure. West Coast team traveling all the way to the East Coast to Detroit. I think that's an early game, too. I have to check the time start. But the Lions are got your Los Angeles Chargers going up to the Detroit Lions. The Lions are minus two and a half. Wow, they got the Lions. That, that is that the favorite? I have to have written that down wrong. So yeah, you have to. You ha yeah, you have to have because I don't think Detroit's yeah. the favorite. The Lions are a plus two and a half favorite. Oh my God. Uh, plus two and a half underdog at home with the total being at 48. And uh, yeah, I mean, man, don't you feel bad for Melvin Gordon? And, and I like Melvin Gordon. I actually thought the Texans should go out and get him before we made the uh, Tunsil and Carlos Hyde trade. I was like, why are we not going to get Melvin Gordon to get some kind of pressure off the shine? But, um, yeah, he's definitely going to have to take a pay cut or negotiate some type of trade because the way uh, Eckler looked yesterday, I mean, I played against the guy in fantasy. He had like 40 points. Yeah. So the way he's looking out there, yeah, man, it sucks. I hate I hate to see that for old Melvin. Um, however, back to the game, though, Detroit, man, you talk about a team that had a game won – should have lost because should have been an interception in the fourth quarter and they should have ran out of bounds and kicked the field goal and won the game. Mm -hmm. um, 
talk about a team that should have won, then should have lost, and then eventually ended up with a tie. They had to feel the worst out of probably all the teams except Miami, probably in the locker room after the game. Um, and then you got the Chargers coming in town to top things off on top of that. So um, I just don't, I, I don't know. The Lions are what the Lions are. Like, they're not a terrible team. They're not a very good team. And that's just kind of what they've been for the shit. As long as I can remember, since they went 0-15, they've just been like a middle-of-the-pack team. They can't quite get there, and they're not terrible enough to get bad draft picks. So they are what they are. And I don't think they're on the Chargers level. I think the line is definitely going to go up because I think people are going to jump on the Chargers. So that two and a half will definitely move up in the next couple of days. And as of right now, I'm all over the Chargers for the win. And I'll give the two and a half points. I mean, the Chargers are going to beat them more than two and a half points. It's not even close. Um, yeah. Chargers in minus two and a half. Hey, I agree. I mean, I don't see any defense for Detroit. I can't get an argument for them. I don't trust Matt Patricia at all. And I just think that. Like you said, they should have beat Arizona. And I think they're going to be deflated with a real physical Chargers team coming out into their home stadium. And, yeah, definitely get that win. So, Chargers as well. All right, next game, man, we're going to go over. Can we go over this Cincinnati versus Seattle? I mean, Cincinnati, they they, should, they, they showed a pretty good fight on Sunday considering uh, how hard Seattle plays at home. Um the defensive front kept them in the game. Um, I believe Andy Dalton threw for over four total, 400 total yards. Let me check that. Let me check the numbers. Cincinnati. Um, yeah, 429 total yards. Andy Dalton. Um, they had three turnovers, though, so that didn't help. They held the ball 35, you know, time of possession. Um, but at the same time, Seattle, you know, 4-12 on third down, that's not impressive. Only 233 total yards. So they possibly could have lost this game. Um, right. So they, they barely pulled it out. I picked Seattle to win on my money line, so they came through for me. So next week, we got Cincinnati playing the 49ers, and we got Seattle against Pittsburgh. So that being said... I think Pittsburgh is going to bounce back considering they got embarrassed on national TV against New England. So I'm taking Pittsburgh to beat Seattle and I'm going to take a 49ers to beat Cincinnati mm. at home. Mm. What are your thoughts? Uh, wow. Wow. All right. Well, the Seattle Seahawks are on the road to taking the Pittsburgh Steelers as you mentioned. The Steelers are Minus four favorite at home, the total being at uh, 46. And uh, to touch on the Seattle and Cincy game, um, I was pleasantly surprised with Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, before the game started, I thought the line was too high. I thought, nah, I think it was it jumped all the way up to nine and a half, if I'm not mistaken. I knew they would cover. I mean, it's still an NFL team. I know they don't have a lot of names that everybody knows about, you know. AJ Green's always hurt. 
But, um, I mean, I just thought nine points was just way too much for that team. Eddie Dalton is not a bad quarterback. I mean, he's a top 15 quarterback in the league, probably. He's a, you know, he's in that uh, third tier, I guess you could say. At one point in time, maybe second tier. Um, but I do think the Steelers win at home. Mm-hmm. I don't think they cover the four points. Um, I think it'll be a close game because that, that Seahawks defense is is still pretty good. And I think people are still underestimating what kind of talent the Steelers lost on that team. I mean, you don't replace a top three receiver in the league like that. I mean, say what you want to say about Antonio Brown, but you can't argue what he produced. Nobody can. Consistently what he produced. No matter if the coverage was geared toward him or not. See, Juju had the benefit of not having coverage geared toward him. So we'll see how good Juju is now, this coming up season. But on losing Antonio Brown, you lose Le'Veon Bell, who at the time was considered a top five running back in this league, considering what he did in the receiving game as well as the running game. You just don't replace talent like that and think everything is just gonna, you're gonna stay the same or get better. No, you're gonna decline. James Conner is as good as he played last year. He's not a top five running back. Mm-hmm. Might not be a top 10 running back. As good as we thought Juju was last year, Juju is not a top five receiver. Might not be a top 10. Hmm. So you just don't lose that kind of talent. I think they'll eke out a win. They were embarrassed. Uh, I like Mike Tomlin as a coach. He's not going to stand for that kind of crap. Um, so I do think they eke out a win. I think four points is too much for them. And then to touch on the 49ers, um, kudos to them for going out to the East Coast to play, to win a Tampa, uh, to beat the Bucks. Uh, it's always tough for the West Coast teams to go early. It was afternoon game, so it wasn't necessarily a real early start. Um, they beat a Bucks team who, I mean, let's be honest, um, I don't expect much from the Bucks this year. Uh, Jameis Winston's still a turnover machine. Um, I took the Bucks. I was kind of hoping maybe Bruce Arians could uh, put a little slow to that. Um, but they didn't even do anything on offense. So I don't know if the... Um, I don't know if the 49ers defense is that good or Tampa is just that bad. I mean, at the end of the day, they still had a chance to win the game if Jameis doesn't throw a pick. And with that said, Cincy, I love the way Cincy looked. I don't know if maybe I underestimated them coming into the season, and that's why I was so surprised at them coming. Like I said, I knew they would cover going into Seattle. I didn't think the game would come down to the fourth quarter. I didn't think it would be that close. And then you're asking San Fran to go on the road to the East Coast back-to-back weeks. This time they have a 12 o'clock noon game, which is really a 10 o'clock, uh, 10 in the morning game for the 49ers. It's the early game. They don't get the benefit of playing in a later game. Um, so I think that's a recipe for disaster. I'm going to take the Bengals 
and I'll give the one point. Um, I think the teams are fairly even. I just think uh, San Fran traveling to the East Coast for an early game this time, not for an afternoon game. I think that's going to play a role. Um, I think Cincy is better than a lot of people think they are. And no Marvin Lewis now, no Hugh Jackson now. We got a new regime. Got some new energy in the building. It's not the same old same. I think they'll. I think they'll. Uh, they'll take care of business at home for sure. Okay, I'm. I'm not mad at that. I mean, even though the 49ers put up 31 points on Sunday, I mean they had three field goals, they had one touchdown pass, and two of those touchdowns came on defensive plays, and it was a pick six. You know, so right. It's not like they're all just top power. Yeah, so right. I understand. I they get those. Yeah, right. I understand it, but I just think. I think the defense can put pressure on Andy Dalton. I don't see him putting up any offense without AJ Green. That's my only thing with it. So I'm going to stay with my 49er pick. We're going to go over our picks later on during the week when it closes. And so we're just giving our little analysis right now, you know. So hey, he, put up tw- he put up what, 20 on Seattle's defense in Seattle? Yeah. He put up 20. That's. On the road in 12th man with that defense. I mean, 429 total yards, too. I mean, hey. And, and 34 hey. yards was rushing. You know, the 34 yards was rushing. The rest of those was passing by um, But he threw three. They had three turnovers. That's my thing. They're, they're known That's to turn the ball over. 49ers all ball hawks. So they will capitalize off those turnovers, in my opinion. That's why I'm picking the 49ers. I, I personally think it's a toss up. Yeah, it could be. Like I said, it's going to be close. It's going to be like 21 to 18, something like that. He'll go here and there, two points. You know, it's going to be a close game. But um, I'm definitely going to take the point now. You got Cincinnati. But like I said, we'll talk about it more towards the end of the week when the numbers shift and we can get everything set in stone. But uh, let's go over this one last game before we get out of here, man. We got Chicago going out to Denver. Um, Denver didn't show up. Like you said last night, Monday night, uh, the defense didn't show up like they, we've known them to be. Um, Oakland, you know, pretty, pretty put up a pretty good fight on them. And for Chicago, they laid a dud against Green Bay. I mean, they only scored three points. Mitch Trubisky, I mean, I have no faith in him. They have no receivers to depend on. Even though that defense is number one behind Baltimore, you know, you can argue, debate who's number one, number two. But as far as the offensive side of the ball, Chicago is not ready. They don't get Mitchell Brisky playing at a high level, they could be in big trouble. So with all that being said, ooh, Mark, this is a this is I'm, I'm probably gonna change this towards the later year, later I'm talking about far as the week, but I'm leaning towards Chicago because I think the defense is gonna make some plays on Joe Flacco, but I don't trust the offense. I'm leaning towards Chicago to win on the road, but I wouldn't be surprised if Denver win the game, considering how Chicago is limited on offense. So uh, give me your thoughts and uh, what what is the money line looking like now for that game, Chicago and Denver? All right, you got uh, the Bears on the road, um, Broncos at home. Uh, the Broncos are a home dog at plus two and a half. The total is uh, very low, 40 and a half. Mm-hmm. And um, man, the Broncos uh, certainly disappointing last night. Um, or maybe the Raiders are better than 
we thought they were. I actually thought the Raiders looked pretty good. Um, looked pretty good in the preseason, um, even though with, without Antonio Brown, um, I, I did see improvements. I like Jacobs out of Alabama. And I know there's like a thing about Alabama running backs, but uh, I mean, you got Henry doing good right now. Jacobs look good week one. You know, maybe the curse is broken on Alabama running backs. Ingram's still doing pretty good in the league. Um, The Bears, though, the Bears, I love the defense. I'm worried about the offense. Like I said, uh, we spoke about the Bears last week. Um, Their offense last year was more of a gimmick offense. It wasn't a prototypical offense. Trubisky was not slanging the ball um, all over the place. Um, That worries me going into this game. I think the Bears' defense, however, will make enough plays and maybe even make score points to give them the win. I like the Bears. I'm not super convinced because I hate both of these offenses. I don't like Fluco at quarterback. Um, <laughs> I like Lindsey at tailback. I like Sutton, but um, I mean they just uh, what did I don't I don't even know what they did on offense. I don't remember them being on offense. Like who the Bears? No, the the Broncos. Oh, the Broncos. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't. Well, you said you didn't watch the game. Last no, time, but so. I got the numbers. They they went six to thirteen on third down, ninety five yards rushing. They was one for four in the red zone, and they only had the ball twenty seven minutes. So, right, so like, and not being able to score in the red zone, you can't score in the red zone against the Raiders defense. Yeah. What the hell are you going to do against the Bears defense? <laughs> like, you don't even care that you're at home. Like, yeah. like, the Bears defense is still the truth. Yeah. I mean, they held Aaron Rodgers to one touchdown. I know Aaron was rusty. He hadn't played a snap. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's that Aaron does that every year. He never plays in the preseason. He never plays a snap. So it's not like it was his first time doing this. Nothing that he's not used to. Aaron's a professional. He's one of the best quarterbacks that of, of our generation. Um, and so, like you said, this could change by the end of the week. But I'm on the Bears. I'm just going to take the money line. There's no way I would give up points with either one of these teams. Um, so, yeah, I'll just take the Bears. Yeah. Just to win. I agree 100%. But um, that's going to be it for tonight, man. Um, it was a good football Sunday. I enjoyed it very much so. And uh, we'll we got back. You want to catch them later? Or? What's that? We got two games left, or do you want to do them later? Yeah, we do, we'll do them later during the week. You know, it's just, time is up on my part. Time is about to go out, so we've been just going at it about mm-hmm. an hour. So, like I said, we'll, we'll do it again later on this week before Sunday kickoff. We know we just want to give yeah. a little recap of what happened on Sunday and throw a couple of lines out there that's going right now. So, with all that being said, Marley, go on and get them people, man. Your social media, how can they get at you? Man, y'all look me up on Brothers in Bets. That's Brothers in Bets on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can also follow me personally at Grills Marley on Facebook and Instagram. I'll let you boy. No doubt. And of course, LJ from Houston on Facebook, Instagram. 
LJ Sports Talk on Twitter. You know, get at me. You know, leave your comments. You know, give us give your opinions about the podcast, and give and maybe give your your lines and your bets and who you think is favorites in these games because we always looking for opinions. You know, we always reaching out to the people. So follow us. You know, on social media. Appreciate you, Marley, for coming on with me to recap these NFL games. And I'm Elder sure. from Houston. And we gonna holler at y'all later on in the week. So we out.